Welcome, listeners, to Snippet Sports Science Podcast, sponsored by EliteForum.com. Please visit our sponsor, Elite Forum, and consider supporting us on the crowdfunding platform Patreon. I'm here today with Chris Gavilio. How are you doing, Chris? Good, thank you, Jared. I don't understand what Patreon's all about, so just what's all that about? People have heard of crowdfunding, right? So there's all these different platforms like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, all those sorts of things. And so Patreon is a platform where people can just go on our site, patreon.com slash snippet science, spelled the same as all those, S-N-I-P-P science, and you can sign up to be one of our patrons and help support us to be able to keep the show going. So the article we're looking at today is the effects of time of day specific resistance training on adaptations in skeletal muscle hypertrophy and muscle strength, a systematic review and meta-analysis. So this is a systematic review and meta-analysis, but it is a pretty short and sweet one, a very straightforward results they have in this study. Just briefly, the methodology that they used, well, I think it's pretty straightforward what the study is about, right? Is it better to train in the morning or in the evening? Everyone's kind of wondered at some point when they're putting their schedule together, should I train in the morning or the evening to improve my strength and or hypertrophy? So what these researchers did is they gathered 11 studies, moderate to good quality studies. They screened all of them for means and studies that all compared whether training in the morning or training in the evening would result in better increase in strength or better increase in muscle size. I remember when reading this, I tried to think about when I was trying to be an athlete and I always did. I preferred lifting in the afternoon, but sometimes just your schedule would mean that it was better to train in the morning. And you always wonder, you know, what's better for me, uh, what in terms of not only acutely, but also longitudinally as well. And I guess reading this paper is quite good because, you know, it goes into the amount of evidence that's out there about what the best way forward is. So without giving it all away, I think this is from a, once again, from an athlete point of view, it's practical, it's relevant. Right. Previous research has established that training in the evening is better for endurance training. So it stands to reason that there could be an optimal time for strength and hypertrophy. The researchers went through and they read a bunch of studies and they found that there was a bit of conflicting results. Just if you were to try and do a narrative review, just looking at different research that has come out, it's difficult to determine what the actual result would be because there is some conflicting evidence about whether it's better to train in the morning or in the evening more strength and hypertrophy. So they decided to put together a genuine meta-analysis where they pool the data from these different studies and make a final determination. Like in last week's paper review, we used the word akimbo, and that was quite a cool word, means hands-on hips. The word here of the day is acrophase. I didn't know about this, but the time of the day at which the performance peaks is termed the acrophase. The acrophase for muscle strength, when you look at previous literature, is defined as the ability to produce force against an external load or resistance, and this seems to occur in the evening hours around six o'clock. I thought that was a cool word. I don't think I'd ever seen that before, but makes it kind of like a, an arch, you know, it's got a top, it's got a peak at some point. And so that's the phase where you're at the peak of your arch. Yeah. And look, as the introduction goes on, you know, that they, they cited one paper um, in 2005, and this is strength using a maximal voluntary contraction test of the quads muscle at six in the morning, 10, two o'clock in the afternoon, six in the evening, and at 10 o'clock at night. I'd be getting ready for bed at 10 at night, but anyway. And the results showed that strength peaked at 6 o'clock. And this is where this thought comes around. The acrophase seems to occur in the evening hours. 
And the lower strengths values were obtained in the morning sessions. And this was at six o'clock and at 10 o'clock in the morning. Another study also in 99 compared strength values at seven o'clock in the morning and at six in the evening. And they reported the maximal voluntary contraction force was higher of about 9% in the evening compared to the morning. And therefore, that's why people think that time is better for training prescription. That seems pretty consistent with common knowledge, I think. Within the general wisdom of communities, most people tend to say training is better. And that's, that's my personal experience. And you were saying that's your personal experience. So it'll be interesting to see if common knowledge agrees with science or not. And the inclusion criteria within this was that there was a few here. And the first one was it was published in English. The second was it compared the effects of morning versus evening resistance training with both groups performing the same training routine. The third inclusion was muscle hypertrophy and all muscle strength were assessed pre and post intervention. The fourth uh, inclusion criteria was the training intervention lasted a minimum of four weeks. And lastly, the participants were apparently healthy human participants. Only the studies that examine the effects of time of day specific resistance training while equating all other training variables, such as training frequency and volume, between the groups were included in this present review. In the first part of the analysis, the morning and evening groups were analyzed separately with standardized mean differences and 95% confidence intervals calculated based upon the mean values for different strength assessment. And in this, the following aspects were explored. Firstly, for the studies that tested maximum voluntary contraction strength in the morning and evening hours, they examined if there were baseline differences in strength levels within each group between the testing session. So in other words, just by testing in the morning or the evening, is there a difference? Secondly, they explored if regular morning training may increase morning performance in a manner so that the strength levels became similar to those generally observed in the evening. So once again here, if you train in the morning, do you improve your morning performance to a point that's similar because we know that traditionally our evening strength would be greater. And they conducted this analysis only focusing on the training groups in the morning while comparing their post-intervention morning and post-intervention evening strength assessment data. And thirdly, within this first part, they explored if training in the evening hours maintains variation in strength between morning and evening hours. This additional analysis was conducted that only focused on the groups training in the evening hours by comparing their post-intervention and post Once again, here it's kind of like the flip side. If you're training in the evening, how does your testing compare in that respect, the improvements you see in the evening versus... Like with any sort of training, I imagine that specific ends up becoming quite important. Yeah, definitely. If you, you train for a certain condition, you will tend to improve in that condition. But does that have a really good transfer to another? In the second part of the analysis, the morning and evening resistance training groups were compared whereby the standard mean deviations and the confidence intervals were calculated as the difference between post and pre-test scores divided by pooled divided by the pooled pre and post test standard deviations. So if a study presented multiple data points, such as the assessment of strength in the morning and evening hours, these standard mean deviations and the variances were calculated separately and the average values were used for the main analysis. To explore the specificity of the timing at which the testing sessions were conducted, these subgroups analysis were formed for studies that assess strength only in the morning and studies that assess strength only in the evening now. In the end, 11 studies were included in this meta-analysis, giving a total number of participants, 221. That's an average of 22 participants per study. The average duration of training interventions was 11 weeks. 
with a range of 6 to 24. Muscle strength was assessed in all of these studies, and hypertrophy was assessed in six of these studies. They assessed the hypertrophy in these six studies by various methods, including bioelectrical impedance, B-mode ultrasound, and magnetic resonance. So obviously, an MRI is going to be higher quality than bioelectrical impedance. So there is a variety of those that were studies. There was only one study that looked at the muscle fiber level, and eight of the 11 studies also included the chronotype. Of the that's just a simple questionnaire of are you more of a morning person or more of an because whether or not you train fast in the morning or the evening could very well be an individualized we often talk about these different effects of how strong is the individualization versus the specificity of the training versus the actual intervention that we're looking at. heading now straight into the results here when we look at the results of the meta-analysis the first section was around maximal voluntary contraction strength and when you look at baseline differences in strength between morning and evening, they found that the results indicated a significant difference between the conditions, which was a P of less than 0.001, favoring even strength assessment. When you looked at the effects of training in the morning, this is where the analysis compared post-intervention strength assessment in the evening and morning hours. And the results indicated no significant difference between strength testing conditions. When you look at the effects of training in the evening, the analysis compared post-intervention strength assessment in the evening and morning hours from the group's training in the evening. And the results indicated significant difference between the conditions favoring evening strength assessment. What this is essentially saying is if you train in the morning, that there's no real significant difference between whether you test in the morning or in the afternoon. However, if you train in the afternoon or in the evening, that when you test, you're going to test a little bit better in the evening, which kind of is around that specificity and that favoring towards better performance in the evening or afternoon. Do you want to just go on around the effectiveness of training in the morning versus evening hours? Yeah, moving into the actual comparison between the two different ones. So those previous ones were within each type of thing, and now we're directly comparing them. They had nine studies for this with a total of 20 groups. And again, they're looking at that maximum voluntary contraction strength here. So all the strength that we're talking about are not one repetition maximums. It's all about that maximum voluntary contraction. This is often in uh, one of those devices. It's often isometric that you push into the pad and it gets you a torque output. And that's how they determine the maximum voluntary contraction strength. What they found was that the meta-analysis in no significant difference between the morning and the evening resistance training on strength when the average values of both the morning and the evening assessment were employed for the analysis. They then did subgroup analyses for studies that tested strength either in the morning or in the evening hours. There were seven of these studies with a total of 14 groups, and these sub-analyses also indicated no significant difference between the groups training in the morning and the evening one strength was tested in the morning with a p-value of about 0.6, or when the strength was tested in the evening hours with a p-value of 2. Chris, can you tell us about the results from the hypertrophy studies? Yeah, j just quickly there, there was an insufficient number of studies that used RM strength tests, so therefore there was no conclusion or no analysis was able to be conducted. However, moving on to hypertrophy, there was five studies with a total of 10 groups that were included for the analysis of muscle hypertrophy. The results indicated no significant difference between morning and evening resistance training groups. There was an insufficient number of studies that have examined muscle fiber hypertrophy 
uh, of this was only actually only one study examined this outcome. So ana no analysis of muscle fiber hypertrophy was conducted. There were five major findings that the researchers pulled out of this analysis. The first was that at baseline, a significant difference in strength between morning and evidence with greater strength observed in eight hours. The second primary finding was that resistance training in the morning hours may increase strength assessed in the morning to similar levels as strength assessed. Third, training in the evening hours, however, maintains the general difference of the day. Fourth, when comparing the effects between the groups training in the morning versus in the evening hours, increases in strength are similar for both groups, regardless of the time of day at which the strength assessment is. And finally, increases in muscle size are similar irrespective of the time of day at which the training is performed. That's some really nice findings there, isn't there, within quite a big meta-analysis. Yeah, it's a large meta-analysis, but they lay out some very straightforward. I think kind of the overarching sort of theme is that specificity is more important than the actual time of day. That yeah, definitely. And, you know, sometimes we become a product of the type of training that we do. And if there's a need to be able to train strength in the morning and then it has some sort of value. So I look at track and field, for example, they'll still have qualifying in the morning where they have to go out and perform quite well. So although ideally you want to get used to performing your skill, or such as throwing a shot put or doing a sprint in the morning, it probably gives value to actually being able to lift quite good loads and quite good velocities early in the morning as well. So it actually is training the body to say, well, all throughout the year, I need to perform well in the morning, just as well as I need to perform well in the afternoon. Right. My three major takeaways from this are, one, if you need to perform in the morning and compete in the morning, you should be doing at least some of your training in the morning, at least so that you are perfect for that. Otherwise, evening is probably a little bit better, but at the end of the day, it's whatever fits your schedule. And particularly if you're just training for HP, it doesn't matter when you just do what fits your schedule best. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, we always seem to go on a little bit tangents here and incorporating a little bit of your own work here, Jared. You know, I tend to think when I train in the morning, just my body's not as alert and awake, but also just I think about my joints and my muscles and my tendons. They just don't feel yes. as pliable and warm. And I know definitely you did all that heat, in a minute heat type chamber work. And, and I know when we did some of our own training in there, how good we felt whilst training. So that would be really interesting to start using additives. If you had to train in the morning, how can you, I guess, improve performances perhaps a little bit more than we would traditionally see is, you know, what would happen if you employed an intermittent heat protocol or, you know, passive heat maintenance prior and in between your rest periods. You know, that's kind of more food for thought and extrapolating something here. But I know if just from personal experience that could perhaps make those morning sessions when you have to lift really heavy loads a little bit more tolerable. Right. I would expect that one of the primary reasons for people at baseline being stronger in the evening is because you're warmer. And although they are sort of restricting this to just morning and I, you know, I'd also like to see midday as a third option because personally, I actually look best at midday as well. And you have a slight sleep complication from lifting in the evening as well. If you're lifting really heavy, it can be a bit hard to go to sleep at the end because you're just, mm. you're so amped up from, from your training, particularly if you're, if you're starting at six, you know, and you got two hour training session, uh, yeah. 8, 8 PM, you're out of the gym by the time you get home. I mean, that's, we're past my bedtime already. So. <laughs> I, the, the point about lifting in the morning using heat wasn't necessarily about 
the difference in body warmth, but using different technologies or knowledge that there's out there that we know just to, I guess, change the perception on how the body feels. Because, you know, you just, well, I don't know about you, but like if I was to squat really heavy in the morning, I just feel like I don't want to take the load, but I definitely know when I have heat going through my body, that I don't know, I just felt better. And I guess maybe because we're in the middle of our winter, although Brisbane doesn't really have a winter, you know, the thought of putting loads from my body when it's cold, I just wouldn't enjoy that. Whereas perhaps my perception of how my body feels through use of heat may change. That's all. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And, uh, I think definitely using any implements you can to improve the body warmth in the most certainly a good idea. And I mean, performance aside, I'm fairly confident that there's good re-supporting that. If the tissue is cold, it's more likely injured, whereas warm, it is less likely. And I mean, even besides the body temperature, there's other effects going on. You at least have sleep latency for that first three hours after waking up. And it's something I've always complained a bit about in high performance where I see athletes train at 5 a.m. in the morning. And, it, you know, it, there's no way you're having your all performance at 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning. It's just not possible. You haven't had enough daylight. You haven't been awake for a long time. Yeah, definitely. definitely. It'd be great if we'd be able to have the athletes wake up a bit. And then uh, the final thing that I always thought about was, so we were looking at the maximal voluntary and it's a little limited, of course, and you need that in an extent. But a major consideration is for squatting, at least, is a big one. Is I would never, ever do heavy squatting in the morning. And my, my genuine reason for that is one of the big things that happens while you're sleeping is your intervertebral discs refill with that gelatinous fluid. And so your spine gets elongated, stretched out. And so your, your spine's a lot more floppy first thing in the morning. It hasn't had time for the weight of your body to compress it back down and make it a bit more rigid. And I, I would think there would be greater risk for spinal injury squatting very heavy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just the thought of putting big loads through my spine first thing in the morning Ugh. doesn't excite me. No, no, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> the good thing about this article, this meta-analysis here is they've really condensed a lot of information to something really simple. And, and that's the good thing about this article. I'm, I, I do like it been short and sharp but they've really put a lot of information uh, through this article yeah thank you for your time chris and and of course your wealth of knowledge thank you listeners i hope everyone has enjoyed this episode yeah thank you jad really enjoyed it as well I enjoyed your time and appreciate your your time and expertise everybody please visit our sponsor at eliteform.com visit our website at Follow us. If you haven't, if you made it to this point in the podcast, please subscribe. I, I have no idea why if you're listening to this episode and you're not subscribed, that just wouldn't really make sense to me. Obviously, you like our content and like to listen to more of it. So please help us.